It is Erev Shabbat Vayeshev, and Mishnah is continuing in the ninth chapter of Shabbat at Mishnah Zayin. Hamotzi kupat harochlin. Somebody takes out the basket of the peddler. It's probably a peddler, but anyone who takes out such a basket, afal pi sheyeshba minin harbe, even though there's a bunch of different things in it. It's like a box with different compartments, and you've got some seeds, and you've got some flowers, and you've got some herbs, and you've got some spices, you've got some perfumes. He's one chatas for mistakenly carrying out this basket of the peddler, even though it has a bunch of stuff in it, because it's considered one unit, and the kli is mitzarif. The basket itself, the box itself, joins everything together as one unit. Zerone gina. Garden seeds, seeds you plant in the garden, pachot mikhigrogeret. So he's chayev on even less than a fig. Now, seeds for things in the garden, things like peas, you know, you can eat those seeds also, but here he's keeping them as seeds, not as food. So he's he's chayev on them even when they're less than grogeret. Grogeret, we've seen, is the normal amount of food that he's chayev for carrying. He says it's five seeds, five garden seeds to be chayev. How about zera kishuin? What about cucumber seeds? Shnaim, because you would even plant two cucumber plants. You don't even need five. That's already chashuv. Zera duluin, gourd seeds, shnaim. Also, those are also chashuv. You just need two. Zera polimitsri, shnaim. And the famous Egyptian bean, also, even two is chashuv. We saw in our study of kilayim, I believe, that the Egyptian bean was considered more chashuv, more rare, and fancy. The Mishnah continues, Chagav Chai Tahor, a living kosher grasshopper. There are certain grasshoppers that are kosher. The um, the Torah describes them in the Pasuk, and there is a Masura among certain Yemenites and Moroccan communities, I believe, that they still have a Masura about the simanim of kashras, of tahara, to eat these Chagavim. So a kosher living grasshopper, kosher any size, whether it's tiny or full-grown or in, in between, Met kirgogeret. If it's a dead kosher grasshopper, then it's kirgogeret. So if it's a tiny one and it's just, uh, you know, like a snack size that's not big enough to be chayav on Shabbat, it needs to be like mamish, like the uh, the king size um, chagav bar to be chayav if it's passed away, because kirgogeret is the right size for food, as we've seen before. Siporet kromim, the bird who lives in the vineyard. Ben chaya ben meta kolshehu, of any size, whether it's a baby bird or a medium bird or a fully grown bird, any size, because um, it's not just food, because it's also used in a refuah. Somehow they'd make a medicine in it that increases alertness and chokhmah, makes you wise, apparently, from this bird also. So even if they have a tiny one, even if it's passed away, they would use it for medicinal value. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Rabbi Yehuda adds one, af hamotzi chagav chai tame kol shahu. He says, even one who takes out a living grasshopper that's not one of the kosher species of grasshoppers, it's a trifidika grasshopper, it's nishtakasha grasshopper, there's no OU or starke anywhere on this grasshopper, it's not kosher, you can't eat it. But, he says, if you carry out a living one, any size, even the baby one, any size is good, why shematznin otayu lekaton? It's given as a toy, for a small child to play with. So you heard it here first uh, as you prepare to do your Hanukkah shopping. If you have like a cousin or a nephew who's into bugs, then you heard it here first that you could give him as a toy a Chagav Chai, even a Tame one. Uh, because you give it to the Katan Lishokbo and he, he loves it. He plays with it. It's his toy. 
So the Tanakama here, it said only a kosher grasshopper is chashuv, even if it's a teeny tiny one. Here, Rabbi Yudah says even a not kosher one. So it's funny. So what, what does the Tanakama think? He thinks, well, you know, this kid might not be bucky in the Masura of which one's kosher or not, and he might come to eat the grasshopper when it passes away, when he's done playing with it. Rabbi Yehuda says in the Gemara, he explains, well, no, he says when children have a pet, and God forbid it passes away, and if it's a grasshopper, they're not going to eat it. They're going to make a funeral for it. So it's part of their game. On to chapter 10. Somebody who puts something away for planting. Or as a sample or an example to show customers. Or something used with medicinal value. He forgot it was Shabbat or he forgot it was in his pocket and he pulled it out. He's on any amount. So this is the concept we've seen before, but this is the generality here where if he kept this specific item, even though it's less than these shiurim that we've seen, it's less than what most people find chashuv, he found it chashuv, and he forgot it was Shabbat, took it out, then he's chayev. But kol adam ain chayev alav, elik zero. But everyone else, people who were not planning on keeping this item in this small amount or this single sample, they're only chayev in the shiurim that we've seen in the last parak. Chazer hechniso, but if he changed his mind and carried it back in, So what's going on here is the guy who put one item aside for a sample or the one Egyptian bean uh, seed for, for, for planting, and he walked out into the Shusarabim. So now he's chayev for hotzah, for taking out this one seed or this one sample into a Shusarabim. But then he changes his mind. He says, you know what? I'm not going to bother planting one seed so now his shear is like everyone else. He's not saving this one seed for planting. The shear would actually be two seeds for this Egyptian bean plant, as we saw. Uh, so then if he takes it back in, he's only chayev if he actually takes two of them in because his mindset has changed. He reverts to the mindset of everyone else that requires the minimum shear to be chayev. Shabbat shalom.